Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Valvidians, and welcome back to this week's Steam Shack, part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network, where we talk all about Steam Deck and Steam stuff and PC games. That's it. So I am exciting. here as always. Changing programming, <laughs> baby. Co-host. Ride the wave. Exactly. Guys, April Fool's. April Fool's! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Koopalings! Welcome that. back to the Nintendo Shack. As always, it will always be the Nintendo Shack here at PSVG. <laughs> Donnie's back! Hello, Donnie! Return of the King! Greetings, Koopalings! <laughs> doing good! Glad doing that good. you're it's here. Been a, it's been a good day. Got new Chili Peppers music. It's been a good week. I've been playing my I've Switch. been playing it, video games. Good, good stuff. stuff! I'm excited good to hear stuff. all about it. We have Dr. Bland Explosion. Hello, hello. Who's... I need to listen to the newest Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Um, I, I love that band. I don't know about their newer albums, but definitely love them. Yeah, I, I like a lot of their well. old school stuff. I really like the mm-hmm. new album. In short, it's fine, um, but it's not okay. my. It's probably my least favorite album that they've done in fifteen years. Oh, okay. I still added twelve yeah. songs to the library, so. Don't get me wrong. That, There's a lot to love. That's I just, a lot. <laughs> I just don't love a song yet. Like, I haven't found, like, mm. oh, I love this song. That's my only issue with right. it. Fair How enough. How many songs are in that album? 17. 17. If you're adding 12 wow. of them out of 17, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of solid, like, there's a lot of, like, background Chili Peppers music that I can just listen to whenever, you know, but they're not, none of them have cracked, like, my favorites. Like, these are, this Some of them like need to grow on you. I feel that way with, with a lot of new stuff. You know, you need to listen to it a lot over weeks to really, really I was, I was, expectations probably got the best of me with Frushanti coming back and Rick Rubin coming back. I was hoping for, by the way, mm-hmm. Stadium Arcadium, this is, like, way more mellow. It's chill. It's oh, funky chili okay. peppers. It's just kind of chill out. You know, they're old. No, they can't. They don't. They're getting all hurt. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they started in the eighties. Dude, they're like, like sixty. Goodness, like legit. They're like sixty. <laughs> Are they old. really? Yeah. That oh <laughs> my gosh! I guess Anthony that makes sense. Looks amazing to be sixty. Sometimes years old. I think about like <laughs> right. the nineties were like 10, 15 years ago. No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh my gosh! It's thirty years ago now. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. I, to put it in I perspective, can't. John Frusciante hasn't old. played with those Chili Peppers in 16 years. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> sure. That makes sense. 16 years. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Well, Donnie, you've been listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers. What have you been up to gaming-wise? Tell us. Save the Kirby stuff. We're going to be talking about Kirby and, and doing yeah. a deep dive into that. Have you been playing anything else lately that you want to talk about? Mm. Sure. I mean, I'm playing Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I'm playing that okay. when I'm not playing Valhalla, when I'm not playing Retro Bowl, which, again, came out on Switch and picked up for a couple of bucks, and I'm still playing it. I'm through like eight seasons of Retro Bowl. I just increased my cap space. Um, I love that little game. I know I keep bringing it up on shows. I think people that like football games, like sports games, they'd be remiss if they didn't give it a chance. It's a great little football sim. It's really, really fun. It's like part Tecmo Bowl. Part like team builder RPG, like salary cap manager. 
And they have like these, you know, these funny, dumb little quibbles. They're like, hey, a player on your team was caught. Or one of the ones that came came the other day, uh, I took a screenshot of it. was like, a player in your team had a private photo leak with a cheerleader on another team. And then you get to choose it. <laughs> Do you praise the player or do you find the player? I was like, I'm praising the player. Good job, man. Here's a race. <laughs> of course. You are or they'll awful. be like, they'll be like, a uh, player on your team was playing retro bowl during practice. Do you, do you find the player or do you, yeah. And they'll do like, hey, uh, I mean, that's hmm. practice in a way. <laughs> See, there you go. So it's, it's fun little things like that. Plus you have to manage the salary cool. cap and it's just, just fun. It's just like mindless, mindless game, but. I'm enjoying Ghostwire Tokyo. I, I haven't played enough of it to really okay. form my full thoughts around it. Outside of this, again, Steam Shack. Garrett, it's Steam Shack. It's, yes. it's absolutely beautiful. Like it's really, really gorgeous on PC. I mean, are, I'm playing, are you playing it on PC. Full ray okay. tracing and everything, and I'm like, man, this is a good. pretty game. Like it is really, good. really good looking. Um, but yeah, that's for another show another day. Hopefully it plays well on Steam Deck. I can't wait to right. get mine. If you guys didn't see, yeah, we were doing we were doing soon. crimes earlier on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> crimes. For anybody that doesn't crimes. know or they don't keep up with me and don't listen to my other shows, um, bought my Steam Deck from Jeff Grubb, and he is doing all of the things to it before he sends it to me. So um, he's he's doing all the ROMs and all the emulators. He's setting up all the controllers and all the stuff, so I don't have to. So when it comes to me, it'll be a Nintendo-like device. I can just pick it up out of the box, turn it on. <laughs> And play. That's crazy. It's amazing. Love he was that. just downloading BIOS files. For and you, when like, he started, when I watched him start going through it, I was goodness. like, this is the best money the world has ever spent. Like, this is it's so much any, worth it. It's going to be everything that you want on one device. 100%. And you don't, and you don't, you don't have need to waste Wind Waker your time. HD on Switch guess, because you're going to have what he, a Steam Deck. Guess what he put on it? He, he's like, let's go get Wind he Waker. Wind I was Waker like, on oh it. my God. <laughs> he, did he put Dolphin Emulator on it? CMU. 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 Okay, cool. Is he giving you regular wow. Wind Waker or HD? No, HD. Okay, yeah, good. That's the HD. Yeah, I didn't load up on ROMs. Version. I could have got carried away with it, but I really didn't even really want to. With with the idea for me and my ROMs is I was like, I would like 15 or 20 games that I could always play, yeah. like if I'm offline or something, like my favorite game. So I was mm-hmm. like, let's get some Clock Tower, NCAA Football, mm-hmm. Lollipop Chainsaw, mm-hmm. Wind Waker, right? Just like these really hard to get games. Like, let's throw it on the Steam Deck and... Because I've got like a thousand Steam games. If you guys haven't been listening to PSVG, I've been buying That's Steam games insane. by the truckload for the past month. Just You're buying them in slots. Yes. Like mystery bundles. <laughs> like, just, you want mystery bundle? Give us $3. We'll give you some games. Um, I've been giving away duplicates. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I didn't need that many ROMs. I was like, let's just see if I can get my favorite games. Hot Shots mm-hmm. Golf. Uh, the Last mm-hmm. of Us. Imagine The Last of Us on a handheld. On handheld. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Just, you're not going to need anything else. You That's, you're going to be set for life. You're not ever going to need to buy a new video game. You're not going to ever need a new console. You're set. I haven't really played much Did on my PS3 TV. emulator on your Steam Deck. Yeah, if you haven't seen oh it, the PS3 God. emulator runs really well too. If you go to the Fox's really? channel, it's well he's got pictures or he's got videos of him playing Uncharted, like Uncharted Two and of like course. Mortal Kombat and stuff from PS3, and it runs great. And it's just stable. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's go. not like Breath just of the Wild, watch. like on emulators where it runs at 23 frames a second, you know, with a super mm-hmm. power PC. Like it, it's... That's the beauty of Linux yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. It's just a clean slate and you can just do whatever you want. But I was so happy that I went this route with Jeff. I was like, hey, Jeff, won't you, uh, won't you let me buy you dinner? You kind of just do yeah. this for me. 
is that okay? Can we make a trade? <laughs> and then he was like, we've got to go get the Flash BIOS files. I was like, Ooh, what the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> he was going to like the dark web. That's He's like, did I click on the zip file? I don't know. That's I where I usually tap out. And that's why I don't ROM stuff. That's why I don't mod stuff. I'm like, this looks hard. I don't want to do this. It's just like, yeah. it's an energy thing with me. I'm like, I just don't have the patience for this. So. No, I understand. I've been doing a lot of my Vita hacking recently, and I've just been diving deep down on it. And you can get into it yeah. and waste like three hours oh, of yeah. the day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I even play a game. I just. It's funny. I always feel that way. And then, like, Vita. once I get started with it, I'm really into it. Like, I, I've been doing I don't know if you've. You've you look up, that it's two in the morning. You're like, what happened? Yes. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I've been doing the whole hacking wow. with my original Switch. I don't know if you saw that, Donnie, and that has been a very good oh, time yeah. for me lately. So. I haven't. No, that's um, cool. I'm I'm yeah. only doing it for Animal Crossing save editing, so okay. that's kind of what I've been and spending. Folders. Besides the other game that I'm playing, I um, should put Wind mostly Waker been HD doing on it. it. I don't. Ca- no, put, I'm not. You emula- should put CMU. I'm yeah. not emulating any <laughs> games on it. That's not why I did this. I God, I can do that on it, a number of other devices that I own. I only want to do Animal Crossing save editing. I'm making my island autumn suburban. It's going to be super cute. I'm already like mm-hmm. waist deep into this. It's it's fun. Nice. Nice. Doing cool nice. things with it. But cool. Is that pretty much it? I've so been for me, that's it. For review. But I did want to tell you guys before oh. you start talking about games. I'm just really excited to be here. And I'm really oh, excited yeah. to talk to you guys. Like I said, it's been a, it's been a great week. I'm in a good mood. I brought my I brought my rum, you know, awesome. like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hang out and podcast. And for what, you know, like I was off PSVG this week, so I haven't podcasted yeah. in what feels like a long time for me, you know, because I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like you get on these rotations, you feel used to it. So I was just sitting here like you guys are like, hey, you want to start a little late? I was sitting here like 20 minutes before you sent that message, just like. Can't wait to be podcast. Yeah, I've got big Don podcast energy tonight. That's awesome. I love to hear it. Awesome. I well, uh, uh, yeah. The game for review. The game for review. So yes, I've been I've been very like waist deep into the Animal Crossing hacking. I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am playing a game for review. I am. I can probably say. It. I probably shouldn't. I don't know. I don't care. I'm playing Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. Nice. Um, which, if you remember, way back like a year ago, I started playing uh, Chrono Cross. <laughs> emulating it on my little retroid pocket uh for the first time it worked really well it worked well it played totally fine on the retroid pocket as ps1 game and uh it was good for what it was and i made it about a third of the way through the game i want to say before i guess like some other stuff was coming out i had to put it down i never Mm -hmm. really got back to it and then when i was like ready to go back to it that's when all the rumors started cropping up about the remaster so I'm like, okay, I will wait. Um, it does come with the bonus, the Radical Dreamers, which a lot of people didn't really know this existed, but it's a side game to Chrono Trigger. It originally only released in Japan uh, on the uh, Satellaview. On the Teleview. Yes. Yes. Um, so most so people niche. haven't played this, and it really connects the stories between Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. Um, so I can't share my impressions of Chrono Cross yet, uh, but I have been playing that for the past few days. Um, so cool. you can look for my my impressions, uh, my review next week, and then I will um, talk about it and uh, how it is on. The, I'm playing it on Switch, so I will talk about my experience with it on the Switch on the show. When do reviews week. go live? Um, 
I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I think that might be part of the embargo mm. of the day that, you know, when gotcha. the embargo is up. But mm-hmm. you can probably find it out there somewhere. <laughs> I'll probably get a day one. Probably. Because it is a good price. It's only 20 bucks on Switch. So. It is 20 bucks um, digital. And then PlayAsia has uh, pre-orders for the physical edition for $40. Uh, it's a uh, Japanese exclusive physical but it's imported mm-hmm. 40 bucks uh english language support um, cool i also ordered that and probably gonna be a rare physical copy <laughs> probably maybe yeah probably i ordered the yeah, vinyl as well it's only on play asia i'm excited it'll probably take Dang. i think it will it will be a very even long a final. Time before it comes but if you want to play it soon get the cool. digital yeah yeah and it's out on Switch and, uh, and PlayStation and Steam. I think it's everywhere. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's everywhere on and Thurs- Xbox. Thursday. Oh, okay, cool. I think so. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention the game that I've been, well, reviewing slash, like, doing impressions over. Um, I've been playing Crystar, which was provided a code to me from NIS. Um, it is a third-person action RPG. Um, it's been out for a while on other platforms, on PlayStation, on Steam, um, but they just recently put it on Switch, and I was like, okay, um, if you see the reviews for this game, it's middling. It's not, like, the greatest game of all time or whatever, but I wanted to get it from, like, a Steam, or not Steam, sorry, Switch impressions, like, how well does it perform? Um, and it performs really, really, yeah, Steam Shack. (laughs) Um, it performs really well on handheld and on console. So whenever, um, if you feel like getting this game, like it's a Switch port is is totally um, doable as well. I, I I wholeheartedly recommend the Steam or gosh the Switch port. <laughs> um, so about the darkness the game, is spreading. Um, I'm infecting you. Yeah, the darkness. <laughs> it's it's getting in my mind, man. Um, about the game, it's uh it's a good. It's a cool premise where the main character is a girl named Ray. Uh, she is in high school or whatever. Um, apparently, she's like dead, and then like in purgatory, and so is her sister. And basically, the mo- emotions got the better of her and killed her soul. And so they had she had to make a pact with some demons. And now the whole game is about trying to revive her sister's soul. And on mm. the way, she kind of joins companions. Um, I think the the story itself and the motivations behind the characters are really interesting. Um, but the kind of the pacing of this game and the level design of this game is such a slog. It's very repetitive. It gets very repetitive very fast, too. Um, like, I was, like, on to the second level or whatever. And I was like, nothing's different. So basically, in each level... Um, Think of like procedurally generated floors or dungeons and you're it's a third person action and you kind of go through this like little narrow pathway and then it opens up and it's like okay there's some monsters to beat okay let me just press some buttons and there's some combos here there's not really any trick or whatever you can dodge sometimes with the trigger button but other than that it's not hard it's pretty easy it's pretty mindless like it's a good like hey i'm listening to a podcast i'm watching a show i'm gonna play this game on the side um Definitely. Um, and it was fun for a while, but like, seriously, like after like the third level, I'm like, okay, it is literally every level is the same kind of design, just reskinned. And the enemies are just reskinned. Maybe they add one more enemy type in there to throw you off, but 
that's it. And mm. it's just a lot of that. Um, so it became boring pretty fast for me. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other reviews out there, you know, on other platforms. So go check out the reviews before um, getting into this game. Um, I, I think the combat's good. It's it is a it's solid. I wouldn't say it's like masterpiece moment to moment combat, but man, the enemy types in the level design was just like I'm I'm done. I can't I can't play any more of this. I got to play something else. Isn't that a shame? How an um, otherwise really good game could be soured by something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like there's some good stuff to it, and I wish I had motivation to get through the end. It's just I I can't. I'm like no. There's like other games that are better that I need to play. That's I, I'm wasting my time playing this game. Yep. That's that's what I'm thinking in my head. Video games are hard. And I was like, all right, yeah, they're they're hard. I had a, to get into. I had an old friend of mine. She called it the the truest like the final form of like art because it is a mix of mm. like player agency and the developer is basically kind of trying to interpret what you the player are going to do, which is infinitely hard to do. Right, but it blends mm. together visuals and performance and technology as well as music and writing and creativity and 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 you know like relationships or bond building like between characters and stuff. And it is like the truest and and, and the way she explained it to me, I was like one hundred percent on board. It's like the truest, like the final form of art. It's just like all these other mediums just kind of blown together, like mixed up together. And mm-hmm. the reason it's hard beyond like actually just even shipping a game is just hard to do, is because yeah, you can spend five years making something and it can be a miss. <laughs> you could just not be that good yeah. you know like ah you know like it's it's really really hard and it's not a bad game it's not a broken game yeah. it's just, it's just it gets born very fast um if you're into these type of games action hack and slash i would say like you know the samurai warriors or the god the kui tecmo other games that dynasty warriors that's it muso um yeah muso if you're into that stuff i think you would be interested in this because it's more hack and slash stuff just less enemies in the screen um you play that neptunia versus sinron kagura thing no i i haven't done that i want to do that i want to play that one but i'm afraid it'll put me on a list or something i'll be put on like a watch list i don't know what that game is is. it on Is it on Switch or Vita? You can probably just... I don't just know. I know it's on Steam. I saw, I saw it. It was in my, like, for you recommendation. Dude, became the new like, Vita. Wait, what is that like, game? Ooh. And why would it put you on a list? You need uh, to... Because this is all You need to Google I'm not Sinron. Googling it. If it's going to put me on a list, I'm not Googling that. Google Sinron Kagura. I don't even yeah, know how Sinron to spell Kagura. any of that. Sinron. It's just... S-E-N-R-A-N, and then it'll fill the rest. Rebecca, it's one of those games. It's one of those games. Those games. Those games. J- jiggle physics. It is. I want to see if we I can think I spelled her. it wrong because a plant came up. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a response. That ain't it. That ain't it, <laughs> a plant well, came up. We, we can post it later. I'll send it to okay. you later. Um, I'll send it sure. to you. Later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Crystar. It's out on Switch. It came out on Switch like a few days ago. So go check it out. Grab it on sale. Like, and it's always on sale on PlayStation and Steam as That's well. That's a pretty so. good idea, honestly, for like every Muso game. Yeah. 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 They're so much sure. better when you get them for cheap. And you're like, I got this game for $8. It's so much better. 
<laughs> I'll just play it over a weekend right. and just listen to show. Unless it's like, Hyrule Warriors. If you haven't played Hyrule Warriors, play that right away immediately because it is a canon good. core Zelda game and it's freaking awesome. That's very good. It's amazing. Not the second yeah. one, the first one. Got it. Um, I've been playing Shin Megami Tensei Five. Getting back to it, I am back in the groove, guys. I yeah. beat a boss. I beat a couple bosses. I literally just just this whole area. I'm like finding everything that I can and like making sure my party's up to speed. I'm still really enjoying it. I'm about 25 hours in, and so I. So you're about I a tenth of the way right through. Now. I'm about ten- actually yeah. Far. You look through a walkthrough. I'm like a third of the way through. So that's great. <laughs> Um, love it but i'm enjoying it good and that's pretty much it nice all right donnie let's hear all about kirby kirby in the forgotten land kirby. okay well, neither because... garrett or i have played it <laughs> okay so we brought you on the show to talk about kirby most I'll people have been playing kirby your resident Funny shack expert we are the nintendo shack and Neither of us have played the game. See, here's the thing. You say most <laughs> the only people. First party game. I I disagree with you. I don't think most people are playing it. I really don't. My feed uh, has really. been filled with it. My Mine circles has it. have been. Mine, Mine has it. I follow a lot of Nintendo folks, either. and I'm seeing a lot of people that honestly, I think maybe more in your camp. There's a lot of people that are like, maybe I'll wait. You know, like they're just not. Yeah. You know, either they're not into that Kirby, or the last Kirby burned them, or you know, they're just not feeling it yet and um i wanted to bring it tonight for nintendo shack so i have notes um you have notes do you guys have any questions before i just start talking i don't how think fun so. is mouthful i'm mode. curious it's great it really is great <laughs> and honestly like mouthful mode? the game overall is great but let's start with as i usually do when i review things let's start with the things i didn't like as much um so i played the demo and I thought the resolution in the demo, which I played in portable mode, was a little soft, a little fuzzy. And like some things yeah. were like kind of glitching around. I was like, this isn't that good. I'm going to play it on the TV when I get it. Well, I got it, played it on the TV. And I made it worse. I didn't like that at all. It not was really. much worse. This did not get the TV mode glow up that I would associate with something like Yoshi or Mario. It's not that good in TV. Like when you blow it up to the TV mode. You get um, those glitchy effects that are in the distance, in the draw distance. Uh, basically, like, all the characters move mm-hmm. at half speed. You Arceus fans should yeah, be very I was going to say, Arceus. Yeah. <laughs> Legends Arceus. Look, it's Where not a deal breaker. Fly and like- yeah, it's not a deal breaker, but it is just kind of like a wart <laughs> on something that's so good. It's just like, why? Why couldn't you make this work, guys? Um, so once I saw that, because it made it look worse in higher resolution, it was worse. And then also it was just like the whole game was just way edgier. Whereas like the mm-hmm. lower resolution just gave it more of a softer look kind of rounded mm-hmm. everything out. So I played it portably after that. I I spent 10 minutes cool. playing on my TV and I was like, absolutely not. And I just pulled it back out and sat on the couch and played it. Um, so that's just one thing. The other little nitpick that I have with it is I just wish that maybe they had built four or five more bosses. I feel like, Okay. You're going to see the same boss or the same kind of enemy um, just a little bit more than I would have liked. And I often say this with games. I say this. I said this a bunch with Ratchet and Clank. Like, I guess this is something that I think maybe I just latch on to more than others. This game does whatever all kinds of games like it does. Where they're like, here's an enemy. And then here's another enemy. And then here's another enemy. 
Here's two of those same enemies. Mm-hmm. Here's three of those same enemies. I mm-hmm. hate that. It feels <laughs> so cheap to me all yeah. the time, every time. And I don't know what it is about me that latches onto that because when I, I've brought this same exact criticism up before with other games. And the most of the time I get pushback from gamers, you know, like I guess no. they like that. I don't. No. I had that issue with Age of Calamity when it was yes. like, now you're fighting a blue Lionel, now you're fighting a exactly. silver Lionel, now you're fighting yep. two gold Lionel. Yeah, I don't like that at all. And I think for me, it's like uh, like No More Heroes. It's like, if you're going to make the time to do the boss fight, like, why can't we just have brand new boss encounters? Wouldn't that just make it better? Like, if every boss mm-hmm. was different, like Death's Door? You know, like, just do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's better, not like, here's two of them. You know, it's like, oh, and now you're on ice like, oh, sliding great. around. You know, it feels look, lazy. Yeah. To me, it does. But I guess to other people, I don't know if it's like a Mega Man thing or something, but when I've brought this up in the past, people like it. Um, those are my only two stones to throw at it in what I believe is an otherwise an amazing experience. Yeah, that's so, not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. By far, in my opinion, this is best Kirby game. Blows. Kirby Planet Robobot out of the water. Kirby Stream Course out of the water um, wow. for me. I think they're great. Um, I wrote down a bunch of notes. Um, I'll try to coherently say them quickly. I think the level design, especially the way they built it around mouthful mode, I think it kept my attention and it felt novel. It didn't feel like a gimmick cool. like a lot of these games can. I honestly think Mario Odyssey felt sort of like a gimmick at times question to not to interrupt you is because you mentioned mario odyssey is the mouthful mode comparable to odyssey's hat capturing mechanic not not quite because they're very different games whereas mario is way more explorative it's all about discovery and kind of trying different things and seeing what works for what you're trying to do kirby's more linear so there aren't there aren't multiple solutions to the puzzle. It's just kind of the solution. It's for you to figure out. So I don't think they're I don't think they're comparable in the same way. Although at like face value, yeah, they're very similar. Kirby, you know, swallows something. Mario throws his hat on it. But Kirby's are way more linear. They're scripted. You go through okay. scripted phases with Kirby. It's much more like um, the game that I actually brought up. And I don't know. I haven't read any reviews for this game at all yet. So I don't know if this is way off base. It reminds me most of like Mario Galaxy, I think. Hmm. Um, and I think that might, obviously when you say that, I think people think of those round worlds. And obviously that that's not what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, just the round worlds. Kirby's levels aren't like small 2D side-scrolling levels. You can't race your way through them. They're like, they're really like fully fleshed out. And they have multiple pieces that are kind of connected via like these warp points. So you'll go through like Mm -hmm. part one of a level and then Kirby will hit this point where he warps to like part two of the level and then you'll go to and you'll hit part three of the level and then you'll finish. Then you'll actually finish the level. And if you're not warping, then you're going through like multiple paths and like multiple hallways or multiple floors. To me, that's like Mario Galaxy type of design. Yeah. Right. Because. Yeah, because you you do your little planet and then you go to another planet and another planet and another planet and then that would be the level. Um, who you just threw up here was Mario 3D World. It's like Mario 3D yeah. World's levels are much bigger, like wider and more expansive as the level, but mm-hmm. they're also like the level. When you get dropped into Mario 3D World's levels, that's it. You see the finish from the first time you got there. You know, it doesn't warp around quite as much, but the world building or like the 
the layout of the game overall is very 3D world. You have an overmap, you go through the levels. Um, they do have these mouthful mode scripted parts where Kirby takes on like a car and you may have like a race event, which are really fun because they'll have like time trials in the middle of a course, uh, like in the middle of a level, but also like 3D to, to draw the 3D world comparison more closely. In 3D World, you would have those levels where you, like, rode on the dinosaur, like, down the waterfall mm-hmm. or something like that. There are those levels in this game, too. Like, Kirby gets to fly a plane. Kirby gets to ride a car. So it's, like, very, very similar to those scripted events. I was watching a couple streams just popping in and out of people who were playing it, and I saw one that looked really cool where he was being the roller coaster, and so you're, like, on the roller coaster car, yes. and you had to, like move i yeah, guess it was left, like your feet right, or something left, to right, like yeah. get the coins yeah mm-hmm. that cool. and not just to get the coins to flip the switches to get the collectibles yeah. um so the level divine level design is fully fleshed out and where you won't finish a level in like 60 seconds and be like i'm on to the next one you're gonna spend some time within each level so the game overall is fairly short i think i finished it in maybe six or seven hours my switch hasn't updated with playtime so i'm not exactly sure on that but it's not very long, but you'll, I never felt like I raced through anything. Like I was taking my time trying to find all the things. There are tons of collectibles. There are tons of, um, like little side quests or little side missions mm-hmm. that you go into a level and it'd be like, find all these flowers, knock down all these posters. And they're very varied and different from one to one. And the game does require you to replay levels if you want to go 100%. I didn't 100% the game. I seldom ever try to do something like that on the first playthrough anyway. That's usually like a, a second playthrough type of thing for me. And I do think this game will offer a lot of replayability because of that, because it does have a bunch of different stuff for you to do even after you've beat the main campaign. Um, in addition to the actual game, there are these challenge levels that you unlock throughout the playtime where it will like give you the task to kind of master one of Kirby's skills, one of his power-ups. So you'll get like the, the bomb thrower event and then it'll put you on like a little, you know, this little side, I don't even know what to really compare it to. It's a little Splatoon 3D world, like little level where they're like, you run through these things real quickly, but they're timed. Hmm. And here's the, the great thing about those is you can beat the level whenever you want and you can still get the star that you need to upgrade your weapon. So it's not going to hold, hold you back. But if you want to beat the standard on everyone, you will be replaying them over and over and over again because the standard, I found some of the standards to be so razor thin. There were so many that I was like, I'm two seconds wow. off. You know, like it's just so close to get to the end um, by the time trial. So I had a blast doing those as well. Um, that really adds to the game time, I think, in addition to just the levels themselves. Um, I wrote down that I love the world building in so unlike Kirby. And this is the thing that I think drew so many people's attention when the thing was first shown, right? The last of Kirby, this post-apocalyptic Kirby. People were like, what in the world's going on with Kirby? <laughs> this game goes through like this post-apocalyptic, like last of a setting to like this giant snow world with like this giant snowy castle, this volcano. Okay. It has these very like epic, big vistas for Kirby. I took so mm-hmm. many screenshots That's- playing the game. Because like the the not the design, but like the the style of the world is just so unlike something you've ever seen. I think I honestly think even in like a Mario game, it's just very yeah, different. I'm, it hits hmm. differently like when you're Kirby. A lot of times you're like right yeah. at the start of the level, 
So they feel very big and they have a lot of cinematic cameras where they're like really cut down behind Kirby and you'll see like a big thing to give that gives the world a lot of scale, right? Just makes everything feel big, even though it's really not like in the, in the grand scheme of it's, it's just a tiny, yeah, it's like kind of small. Narrow, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Even like Yoshi was bigger. I think even I'm wondering why that what's the inspiration from that? Because as you said, it's like, you don't you haven't seen it's this unlike before in a anything game else in a Mario. Yeah, it's yeah. unlike anything else, and I think that that does a lot for it. Like I said, it made me feel I never felt really like bored or tired uh, of anything except for maybe like those bosses. I do say the camera is not completely free roam. There were multiple times where I missed a jump or was trying to target an enemy where the auto detect camera like didn't do it right. Slightly frustrating. I was never upset or like I never died over it or anything like that. I noticed it multiple times through my playthrough. I part of me wants to say I wish I had the ability to lock onto something. And I think mm-hmm. as Nintendo fans, I think most Nintendo players will understand what I mean by that. Like you get used to being able to I need to lock onto this enemy in this space. Right. I think and not that's being especially with, for a lot of us who grew up in like the N64 era, yeah. played a lot of those types of games. Especially when you're aiming projectiles, you're throwing bombs, you're shooting guns. Like when you shoot and it just misses, you're like, what the hell? It's like, come on. <laughs> that happened to me more than a handful of times. I'll say that. I don't want to overstate it, but a handful of times. A handful is enough to make you remember it, right? So, um, let's see here. Tick, 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 tick. I uh, heard I think- there were, a, is it, there's surprisingly some, and I know this is true of Kirby, which I have not played a lot of Kirby, a lot of like dark themes and creepy, bizarre, weird things. <laughs> you hit my very <laughs> last point. This is, I was going through making sure I did everything first because obviously the game just came out. I can't talk about spoilers and that pains me to say it because I really, really want to, but to set the hook, here's what I wrote. Quote, last quarter of the game really amps up the story parts. It gets pretty dark, which Rebecca will like a lot. The cutscenes are really high production stuff. They're on par with the best of Smash trailers. Maybe even better. There are like some really good cutscenes. Wow. The animation stuff. You're like, this is really good. Like way better than the game. The end of the game really sold it for me. Honestly, the last mm. quarter. Because through the first two worlds, I was like, this is what you would expect of the Kirby game. Really not doing a whole lot. In the middle parts, I was like, Boy, I really hope they do something in the end here because maybe we're stretching this out a little. And then I got to the end and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) The end. And again, no spoilers. I'm not going to ruin it for everybody, but I want to describe it to you to set the hook for all of you that are out there waiting on Kirby to go get Kirby and play it. This game ends like a platinum game. It's like Astral Chain or Bayonetta. Which should blow your mind because it's a Kirby game. (laughs) And I'm telling you, this game ends so spectacularly similar to Astral Chain. (laughs) I feel like Kirby is the most uh, deceiving franchise. Like, you would think it's cute, kitty, like adorableness and then it has all these dark twisted themes like apparently it, that's not new for this game apparently that's common it's in not. Kirby games yeah. i wouldn't it know it goes places there are great what's moments the little the cute little fairy companion thing what's his name yeah that's a good i don't know i don't know its name i didn't pay him that much attention i was kind of yeah it's a main okay. character how do you not know its name the little you the new thing yeah the little mousy thing the green one. The green one. I mean, maybe I feel like I'm blue I'm not... teal. That's the blue one, right? 
Sure, I don't know what color it is. <laughs> a cute thing. It's just a design. It's just a little creature, and you anyway, just read the Anyway, my friend told me, <laughs> and I asked for it. Elflin, Elflin. Yeah, that's it. Elflin. Yeah. Okay. Elflin, okay. whatever it's called. Yeah. Told mm-hmm. me a spoiler about that character that made me very interested in the game. Um, okay. And, and uh, pursuing that like weirdness. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It really goes it's kind places, of interesting. But if you quit on it before with, the end, you won't see it because it's like all packed, like right there at the bottom. Hmm. Eflin, geez, the man says. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see the focus of Kirby and Super Smash Brothers and how all powerful Kirby is in Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of me entices me. Now that you say this, entices me. It's like, oh, he's a black hole. Maybe this new Kirby game. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing Basically. I'm telling you. The ending, there's so many parallels to Platinum here. And it just really, I was like, this is epic. And it is epic. And I mean that that in all sense of the words, I mean the word epic. Mm. It is epic. It is an epic close to a Kirby game. Is it like a typical JRPG, defeating God at the end? Well, Kirby is God. It's galactic. Kirby is like on par with God. It's very galactic. There's a weight of galactic ramifications in the ending of Kirby. I feel like they they just brought over a monolith soft storyteller. Sort of, like, yes. Just fill out the ending. That's what for you should be thinking about when you're going to Kirby. buy this game. Is you want to see that? And there's like a to be continued too. So who knows? Maybe we will get DLC. Maybe we will get part two. But there's more That's stuff to do. Crazy. I didn't even cover like there's the town right where you've got the cafe. You've got the Colosseum. If you want to do like a horde battle mode, you can earn like special weapons. So you can fight Meta Knight. Um, you can do fishing. Oh. They have all this extra stuff too. I, I played them all at least once. I did the Coliseum a bunch because I like the combat. The combat's fun. I didn't do the cafe a whole lot. I just played it once just to play it and see it. And then I did do the fishing game for like 10 minutes and then I, then I bounced on that too. But there's a lot of replayability here, especially if you want to 100%. You want to get all the things, all the secret codes, get all the stars, get all the challenges, get all the weapons, power them all up. There's a lot more than just completing the game here. So if you, saw me beat it in my first weekend or you saw other people who were like, it's short. Like it's as long as you want to make it really, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. here I paid for this game full, full press. I love Kirby. My cat was named Kirby. I've talked about Kirby for years. I like Kirby games. And, um, I paid full price for this game and wasn't bothered at all that I beat it. in let's say six to eight nice. hours didn't care at all. Cause it was I again, because, <laughs> because it nailed the <laughs> ending. Too. So often I get to yeah. the ending of a game and I'm like, well, I guess that's what something to do. I mean, it was they nailed the ending. I was like, "This is great! I want to play more." Like that can overstay their welcome, and then you know, it's a huge long lead up to something that's like, "Okay, well, that was really good, but what was you know all this nonsense that I was doing for twenty hours?" Yeah, I think it sounds like that did the right thing. The last thing that I wrote: it's not Luigi's Mansion Three, it's not Splatoon, it's not Odyssey, but I do think it's better than Kirby Allies, Arms, Yoshi, Captain Toad, and Mario Maker Two. So. Do with that how you will. Oh. Kind of sits in that middle thing. I'd rather you play this than like a Mario Party game, you know. So I think it's better than those. Sounds good. Is it better than Luigi's uh, Mansion Three? No. No. Luigi's Mansion Three is so good. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's so so. It's not good. that good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not that good for for its fault. It, it holds great. it back. Luigi's Mansion Three still to me top five Switch game. Top three Switch game. Maybe like second best Switch game. <laughs> like it's wow. really I love Maybe Luigi's Mansion best. 3. And it's like one of those <laughs> things where as time goes on, I don't feel softer on that stance. 
You know, like when I beat Fire Emblem Three Houses, I probably would have told you the Fire Emblem Three Houses was like top five Switch game. You ask me now, I'm like, hey, 12, yeah, 15, 10, maybe. You yeah. know, like Luigi's Mansion, in, in my mind, it's still like right there. I'm like, all you people haven't played it. You guys are, you were comically underestimating how great that game is. It's a very good game. Very good. Now, well, that entices <clears throat> me a little bit more to, to look at this Kirby game. Um, I, I just don't think I still pay full price for it, but that's just me. I've that's seen that a lot. I feel like there's a lot of people, and I can't I can't fault anybody for that, especially. You know, we've yeah. talked about it when this game was announced, and we talked about it here, and I've talked about it on PSVG. Kirby is, you know, a C-tier franchise, I think, for a lot of people, and Kirby has had a lot of rough outings, on, especially on 3DS. Kirby had a bad mm, trek record. Yeah. Kirby Battle Royale, Kirby three match oh. game, Kirby this game, Kirby that game, Kirby RPG. Kirby. It was like every mini game got a Kirby spinoff. And it's I think very that, big in Japan. I think that hurts people in their like willingness to just buy in and be there on day one for a game like that. Mm-hmm. But this is the one. This is the one that you should be there. And you should have been there for Planet Robobot. But if you weren't there for that one, you should have been here for this one because this one's really, really good. I just, and I know you said it's only six to eight hours if you don't spend a ton of time with it, but I, I guess, um, see myself maybe buying it and then not getting to that really good part at the end because oh. I, like, get bored I of the platforming, I get I bored so, of the mechanics. I so badly yearn to watch you play the end of this game. I but swear to you. Here's the thing. Maybe I'm better off watching all the cutscenes and the ending no! on stream or on I, I YouTube. I don't want that to happen. Let me send you my copy of the game. You just send it back. No, to me. it's not. It's not the 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 buying it. I will go buy it. I. It's the playing the. It's not hard. It's not long. You'll be through it in no time. Wait a minute. What it's were you playing yesterday hours. when I was in your That's stream? Short. What were you playing yesterday when I was in your stream? I wasn't streaming. Yuri Beatles. The last stream you were Zelda playing. Two? You were playing some Zelda 2 or something. Zelda like, you're playing well, those yeah, games for five hours. Play a Kirby. Game and I have to beat all of the Zelda games. Oh. Oh. Play it, Rebecca. Oh, no. I'm telling you. Also, Zelda 2 was fun. I beat it, oh. and it was a good time. There is a spoiler that I'm dying to tell you, because I want to see... Your reaction. Just DM to it. it to me. Just DM it but to I don't, me. I, I'm I already. I already know reaction. some things, but I already know some things about it. I don't. About King I'm not Diddy? gonna get so sad about finding Do you know the out spoiler Kirby about spoilers. Like King DDD? Okay, spoilers off because I eventually would like to play this game. <laughs> no, I don't know about King DDD, but like, I'm not gonna be heartbroken about finding out a Kirby spoiler. I don't like these people that are that are encouraging this path forward for Rebecca. Listen, guys, just because Rebecca says it doesn't mean you have to like it. Like, she's not going to like you more if you agree with her. Like, okay, stop this. The, like, she needs to play the game. It's a great game. You need to play it. You're the you're, of all of us. You're the streamer of us. We need you to play it. <laughs> okay, I mean, I will play it. I'll add it to the list eventually. What if what if we added to we, your unending backlog? Can we do one of those like do you have challenges? Like can I give a hundred bits or something? Can you do another playthrough where you um get to the part that I should start playing at and then send me your save file and then I'll start playing it from that point on? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Is this is six hours. <laughs> exactly. You act like I'm asking you this sixty hour commitment. It's no time. <laughs> You'll love it. It's a cute game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Fine. There is like this horror themed like carnival level that's 
really cool, man. It's like all neon. It's got mirrors nice. and ghosts and stuff. I was like, this is great. Okay. I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. If you don't want to play I'll it, I can't force you to, but I've really, really enjoyed it. How long is Chrono Cross? I'm, I'm curious. Jeez, Who cares? It's too long. It's way too long. <laughs> too long. <laughs> Probably like, I don't know, five times at least more than Kirby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta play that this but weekend. I, <laughs> yeah. I. It's just for me, 60 bucks is like a little too rich for my blood right now. Like. I got. I got to just wait a little. Hey man, bit. maybe forty. Most. I think maybe. this game might be thirty on Black Friday. So like, if you want to wait, but yeah, it's really good. I liked it. Summer. It feels like a summer game to me. Tony, that platinum ending still in my mind. I'm like, ah, that was awesome. Summer, 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 summer. If I'm not playing it by July first, yell at me. Kirby evolved to Bayonetta. Okay, you hear that, everybody? July first. That's the next crossover. July first. Bayo crossover Kirby game. <laughs> Kirby it's like a, it's a crossover. buddy cop game with Bayonetta and Kirby hunting down this demons and ghosts. This is the perfect opportunity for us to introduce our Kirby Warriors idea. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's good. No. We've already had Kirby Warriors. Really good. It's not what? like the traditional Muso game, but isn't there a Kirby Warriors game? There's like there's like 19 Kirby battle games on the 3DS, right? And it's like free to play or like five bucks. Or something like that. So, no, we need something good. Something from Kirby Koei Warriors is cool. a spin-off game for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that was crazy. Really? Oh, I know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I played it. <laughs> that's why in my mind I'm like, that's a thing. <laughs> I know that's a thing on the Switch. Yeah. I just wow. remember that I during uh, one of my parody videos I made a Kirby Battle Royale, not even realizing that that was a real game. <laughs> yep. Kirby Battle like, Royale. Oh, okay. Thing. Mm. Oh, jeez. All but it's right. not. Yeah, Anything the Kirby Warriors Kirby? isn't a Muso game. It's just the title. Oh, There's a game called Kirby Warriors. That's fair. Anything <laughs> else you want to say about Kirby before we move on? I wish everybody would play it. Support Kirby. I hope Elias plays it and supports a franchise that will at least get sequels. You know, because that, that will actually get sequels. People yeah. will buy this one. Even if he yeah. doesn't, I do like Kirby. I wish that I was more into the Kirby games um, because I do really like Kirby as a character. I really like other Kirby media besides sure. the games. Same. I feel like that's kind of odd for me because usually it's the opposite where I'm into the game but not the other media. But I'm very into other Kirby media. I just got the Kirby manga um, for my birthday uh, from oh, a cool. community member. Um, nice. I have a Kirby plush. I love Kirby. Um, yeah. Kirby figures, Kirby little. I'm more into everything. the Kirby character than I am the games too, you know, for whatever yeah. it's worth. Um, I've always said that Kirby games are hit and miss. They're hard, you know. You got to waft through some stuff to find the good ones, but the good ones are really good. Yeah. So nice on you, Elias. Well, in other Nintendo news, the sequel to Breath of the Wild has been delayed to spring 2023. It's official. April Fools. No, no April Fools. It's official now. (laughs) The good news is that we got two whole seconds of brand new footage in the delay trailer. No joke. And people have picked apart those two seconds and analyzed it and have done deep dives and 20 minute videos of this two whole seconds of video. What was the people you were telling me about? The Xenons or whatever the last time we had? The Zonai. The Zonai. Zonai theories and everything. Yep, those are popping up again. 
This uh, two seconds gave us some more hints about Link's hand. There was a strange light. The master sword was broken. It was all very bizarre. Uh, in that little delay, Zelda that they gave Return us, of the King. <laughs> they confirmed that the game not only takes place on the ground, but also in the skies above. But wait, there is more. They said that the expanded world goes beyond that, and there will be even wider variety of features to enjoy, including new encounters, new gameplay elements, stuff that I was hope you know I was kind of assuming that there would be those anyway. Uh, obviously, they're not just delaying this to add more things and cooler things. The big theory is: could this be launching along- alongside new hardware next year? I think is is probably the leading theory at this this point in time. People mm-hmm. are very, very much suggesting a repeat of March uh, 17, where it releases in, you know, in that March window with either a hardware revision, Switch 2, Switch Pro, whatever you have it. Uh, we can talk about that. I also would like to talk about when do you think we'll get a full reveal of the game? Full reveal meaning the title, an actual trailer, a release date, mm, so on and so game forth. Game Awards. Yeah, that's game. Do you right. think that late if it's going to release spring 2023? Yeah, but I also don't. Yeah. I don't December? think December that I'm gives you like three delayed. months. I'm not 100 percent sure it's releasing in spring. Um, right. I've talked about this for a long time. I loved watching the Twitter when this happened. I think everybody I saw was like, "Called it." I was like, mm, "No, I don't. Like, I don't think y'all did. I've been here the whole time, and I don't think y'all have." Um, but yeah, ever since they showed at E3, what two years ago? You guys know better than anybody. It was that, that, that day, actually. I, I actually that went and searched one, yeah. it on the Discord. It's like July 6th. You can find me and be like, yeah, this game's not coming out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't think it's coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if it was out of fall. I don't I don't necessarily think it's coming with new hardware either um, for a lot of different reasons. I think it could. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not trying to say I know anything or predict anything. I just I feel like Nintendo is still selling very well, even as yeah. other consoles get more stock. The OLED is really popular. The chip shortage is still there. They're selling very well at a very high price. The OLED is moving units $350. And to be honest with you, with the chip shortage and the manufacturing, like if they were planning to launch a brand new next-generation Switch, March... You know, roughly a little less than a year. They'd be going to production like this summer. I think we'd know more about it. If you remember the Switch run-in, like we knew about the Switch for like 18 months before like it was even announced. We we got leaks. It was a, all these different things. There was reports came out. And that isn't the end-all be-all. I just feel like if Nintendo was really ramping up to do a full brand new console cycle, feel like maybe there'd be a little more evidence of it now what i think is maybe more likely is that they've transitioned after covid and the chip shortage and everything i think they're looking at how do we extend the switch out maybe a couple years especially after the oled and i could very well see breath of the wild 2 dropping in the spring and it could be cool to do it on the anniversary and us nintendo fans we love anniversaries i'm sure nintendo i'm sure that's probably what the the mark the date that they've got marked but here's the thing about zelda games guys They've got 10 dates marked for Zelda games they and they miss every one yeah. of them. This is, yep, yep, this is yep. just, I've said this from, from the day it was announced. 
If, if you want to make a good bet on a Zelda game, bet on it to be delayed. You will win Every out more than Every single Zelda most. game has been All delayed at least two or Multiple three times. Multiple times. Yeah. So they're um, probably sitting there the- like, yeah, March sounds good. And March might turn to May. And here's the thing. If it goes past June, then it's going to be November. Yeah. Right? So like... If anybody's like, I'll be They're playing They're not releasing it. a Zelda game in that, that summer window. <laughs> exactly. So if they miss yeah. out on that early window, they'll just push it to the fall. So I'm not 100% sure that it's not just the holiday game next year, too. Mm-hmm. Going back to the hardware piece of it, I think when this... You have to remember this game was announced in 20... What was it? 2019? It was announced in 2019 that they were yep. uh, starting development with this. I wouldn't be surprised if when this was announced that they had been planning to release this alongside new hardware. Nobody mm-hmm. could have predicted the pandemic. Nobody could have predicted this chip shortage. Now that you were, you know, you're saying this, that there's the chip shortages, the Switch is selling really well. They couldn't have known this at the time when Breath of the Wild 2 was released. So I feel like while that might have initially been the plan and maybe still is, depending on what the next like six, nine months look like. Um, we also don't know. They, I'm they, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, we also don't no, know okay. that the that the OLED model wasn't that hardware that they were planning to release alongside of because right like we've got all these reports oh, of the okay. switch for the long time would have the oled would have the battery would have mm-hmm. all the things but we were looking for those tensor cores would have dlss they don't have mm-hmm. dlss maybe they make consolation due to the hardware environment but we have seen with switch sports and stuff they're, they're dabbling in fsr and other things too so like maybe they just pivoted maybe they were like we can't do this new switch it's going to cost too much we can't make enough of them so we're just going to do this instead until we can kick the can down the road a bit. You know, so like this this whole time we could have been planning for the system that they're currently selling. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I think, you know, their plans do change. Uh I don't think it needs to release with the new hardware even if that's something that they originally wanted to. I think we'll get something. I think we'll get a full reveal of the game. Maybe not the the title but more of a narrow release window and a full trailer before game awards i think we'll see that in that like don't we normally get like a september-ish direct area Could be. We do. i think like that yeah. fall that fall direct i think is when they do a big blowout for it mm-hmm. Could be. maybe not I title think, uh... i feel like they save the title maybe for game awards because i think they well i don't know i keep saying game awards but like the past, like, three years, they have not done anything noteworthy at the Game Awards. So I feel like they're not really putting their eggs in that basket anymore. They could. Good point. But the f- I don't know. The new hardware stuff, I know a lot of people are believing that. It's just like, as Donnie said, I, I totally agree with you. It's just that it, Nintendo's successful. They don't need a Zelda to move new hardware in new units. Um, but I think they have an idea of the next hardware. And it's not... You can say it's a truly next-gen console. I don't think it's going to be a jump as from Wii U to Switch. I think yeah. it's going to be really tethering on that Switch hybrid model still. It's just going to be beefier. I think it's going to be and like what, a PS4 Pro. It's going to be like a yeah, Switch. I mean, it, we call it the Switch Pro exactly. for a reason. I think it's going to be a Switch Pro. I, I, I know that mm-hmm. the... The con- I don't want to go too far down the tech side. I don't want to just Rochambeau this. You guys heard enough of that on me when I was a regular host here. But, you know, <laughs> the hot ta- the hot term has been 4K. We're not going to get 4K mm-hmm. gaming out of a tablet screen mm-hmm. with any great performance levels for very long. Like, it's just not going to happen. The Steam Deck is, like, obvious of that and everything. I think what you're hoping for is 1080 60. 
like a good solid 1080 66 yeah. hours of battery life with DLS would be great. And then maybe it can give you the option to upscale to like 4K, but you're going to take a performance hit if you do. Um, and, are, you, are you saying docked or, or Yeah, docked. Like even if it's like checkerboarded yeah, and upscaled, yeah. like you're going to take a, a hit to even do that. So, I, yeah, I'm not expecting it. It's not going to rival current consoles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We just need something a little bit better. Though, yeah, it's just going to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Garrett. Well, yeah, it, I yeah, I could see it being totally delayed. Um, it's weird having it announced like this just this past week. It's a, it's a totally random thing. I think it was definitely reactionary of what they were, were thinking about targeting. It's like, guys, we got to delay it. Um, we can't, like, set out a showcase at E3 time, so just just put out this. That's 100%. They out, get way out in front of any expectations. And they wouldn't want to announce the delay at a direct. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Get way out in front of expectations. If yeah. you're not going to announce it in June, because that's what they're doing right now. Right now, they're preparing their Nintendo Direct for June. Like, mm-hmm. they're right now, they're working on all their games, their lineups, and they're getting clips in little sections, and they're thinking about, like, here's what our Direct's going to be. And if Zelda's not going to be in there, when everybody's expecting Zelda let's, to be in there... Let's let them know this all is not going to be in there right and now. And then you have your two, three months for us to forget about it. We're not, exactly. yeah, we're not thinking about that. 100%. That way, when it happens and it's not there, we're not, where's Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. This is just um, the Zelda cycle just repeating itself it is. over and over again. Yeah. I tell this story a lot, but I was in sixth grade when Twilight Princess came out. And I distinctly remember having, there was that one trailer that they showed. I watched that trailer almost every single day. And I had printed out screenshots of that trailer from various points of it. And I taped it all to my wall with the release window on it. Like, it was like spring 2005, whatever. And then it kept getting delayed. So it was like fall 2005. And I crossed it out and wrote fall 2005. And then they delayed it again. You know, spring 2006 had to cross off the other one. And that's just the Zelda cycle. It's been like that for as long as I can remember. I remember chasing the Zelda Wii U demo, which I was sure was like Twilight Princess 2. I was like, oh my God, guys, it looked amazing. I was chasing rumors for that that. for like three years. And then they were like, here's Wind Waker again. I was like, they must just put that. And then like, we're doing Breath of the Wild. I was like, so what happened to the... What happened to the other one? What happened to the- <laughs> oh, it was a tech demo. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I, I, I was fooled by that too. <laughs> and then Breath of the Wild, right? We got the we got the E3, it was like Anuma, he's like, here's Link in a Field, which wasn't like that wasn't even and the I was game like, at that all. That looks so different. Right. Yeah. Was, that was like just a video that somebody made. It wasn't even a game, right? That first thing where you see the guardian yeah. chase him, it was just an animation. And then they're like, what was it? Uh a while, like a little bit down the ways, they do the uh, the the game awards. They're like, "Here's how you place beacons." <laughs> they just showed us how to drop a map marker. <laughs> I remember that. And they're well, like, that, but we "Yeah, need that more one." Time. They were showing us how big the map was. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, look- King Lunk wants to know now that Breath of the Wild Two has officially been delayed. What is now your most anticipated title of 2022? Splatoon. I mean, it's always been Mario plus Rabbids. Good call. I forgot about it. No, I'm, I'm more Splatoon than that one, though. More Splatoon? Yeah, I think so. I can understand Wait, that. so Splatoon if them, if Breath of the Wild was releasing this year, you would still be more hyped about Mario Rabbids? Oh, of course. 100%. Yeah. 
That's why I, I was, I'm not. Some people well, aren't as you know into me. Zelda as me and I'm you, not, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, I'm not as much of a Zelda <laughs> fan as you guys. So it, it, it's Gary, so wild. Gary, it blows Zelda Excellent. fans' minds when we meet other people. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, There's people who don't worship this game. Exactly. um yeah i i would say splatoon as well that was my um my second most anticipated i feel like i don't i don't talk about splatoon a lot but when when splatoon 2 came out like i lived and breathed splatoon and that will be the case when splatoon 3 comes out i will not shut up about anything else i wanted to talk to you about that tonight on the show because i've been okay I've been bringing this up to a few people now, and every time I do, I honestly, I think I'm referencing you, like, kind of in the back of my mind. Okay. Um, Splatoon 3. Last time I talked to you guys, I asked you, I think it was the last time, it was one of the last times we talked, I was like, so when's that game coming out? And I think you both told me it was, like, June. You're like, June, July. And I was like, sure, it's not like August or September. And I wanted to ask you guys just temperature check if you guys are still feeling that way. Not because I don't think it is. It's just if they're launching that game in June or like well, early July, I feel like they they, they were. So let me talk about that. And we actually have a question. Let me jump ahead to one of our um, questions that somebody wrote in. Andrew asked, when do you think we'll get Splatoon 3 news or do you think it will get pushed back to the holiday? Very relevant for what, what you just asked, Donnie. Um, I have noticed a trend lately with... Um, Nintendo. And actually, before I say that, I don't remember the last time that we talked about it, but they did come out with the trailer at the last direct that said summer. So they did clarify instead of just 2022, they clarified that it would be summer, which I guess would be between June and September, right? September. Somewhere Mm -hmm. in that range. Um, I've noticed a trend with them that they really have been laser focusing in with marketing one game at a time before really moving into the marketing and it's been that you know kind of Mm -hmm. always but really even more so i feel like starting at the end of last year they really focused in on metroid dread and went all out with metroid dread um i also don't think they've been publishing as many things they haven't had the quantity to juggle as much in the last couple years yeah they haven't been and so maybe that's why they're really owning in on like one game at a time yeah they really went all out for pokemon legends arceus mm-hmm. like that was all of their marketing they really didn't talk about anything else now they're really you know focusing in on kirby you don't see them talking about a whole lot other else um now that kirby's you know gone away i see them starting to tune into this switch sports so we got that big overview trailer that we're going to talk about for switch sports that seems to be what their big marketing is right now Switch Sports comes out the end of this month. I feel like once that comes out, that's when we're going to start getting Splatoon stuff. Okay. Because after Switch Sports, we don't have anything else first party for Nintendo. It was supposed that, to be like, Advance Wars, but it's been moved. It was supposed to it be. Right, right, right. Yeah. But that's question mark in the future. So once once we have um, Switch Sports behind us and there's no more AAA uh, Nintendo games, first party Nintendo games that have release dates, that's, I think... Splatoon 3 is the next But one as the chat points out, we've on. got Strikers and Fire Emblem already dated for June. I forgot about Strikers. And what? Strikers Fire and Emblem what? Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah. Which Fire is- Emblem Warriors, I feel like, will not get like a huge spotlight on because I feel like that's not like Nintendo Nintendo. That's like one of their kind of second parties, right? And it's Yeah, no, Warriors. it's kind of like the like the Marvel game that they had. But yeah, honestly, I think you're making the point because 
when I've brought this up okay, to the other people, maybe maybe Strikers is the next big one, and then we'll probably get a, a release date somewhere in there for Splatoon. Then, like the big focus will be on on Splatoon after Strikers. I, I the when I've brought this up to other people, I think the most common reaction I get is, "Well, they're just waiting until launch, and then they're going to go with a big blitz." And I've like, for some reason, it's always kind of thrown me off because I feel like Splatoon usually gets a lot of lead time. They'll do demos, they'll do test it fires. Yeah, you know, it does. like you're going to hear about it for a while before the game comes mm-hmm. out. This isn't going to be like a here's our June direct and here's Splatoon yeah. and it's out in three weeks. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. We're going to hear about Splatoon for a while. So, if we don't hear about Splatoon soon, then I'm thinking like September, maybe. I would say Not if we don't hear probably. something by mid May, I would start getting nervous about summer. Yeah. And that's kind of, and honestly, I'm. The reason I brought it up and the reason I want to talk, bring it up again, because the last time we talked, I was, I, I feel like I've always been kind of in that mindset, um, basically since we kind of got like the lineup that I was always like, Splatoon's going to be, but to be honest with you, I thought we were going to get rabbits already. I thought rabbits was spring and Splatoon would be like fall. Um, so I thought rabbits would be out. Lord knows what I know, did. but yeah. And I, oh but my goodness. in my mind, I, I swear to you, rabbits was dated at one point. For like March or April at some too. point, I, like on, I, a, I never on, a, like on an e-shop somewhere, and then it got cleared off, and then it has just been maybe it was a retail placeholder, yeah, I something like that for it, oh, something like that. Yeah, but probably not that it really but, matters because I don't think it's going to slip out of the year. I don't mean to bring this up for any sort of um, you know like worrying at all. I'm not worried about Splatoon at all. Uh, I'm very very excited about Splatoon, um, but Splatoon is one of those games. Where when it drops, it's going to be like everybody that you own a Switch is going to be playing Splatoon. Like it's going to be Animal Crossing. It's going to be Cart. It's going to be like that weekend. That's why, yeah. I hope that it doesn't release too late into the summer because that's what I have off from work. And I want to invest many, many, many hours into this. That makes sense. Well, Um, I think for Nintendo's case, steer it clear of Pokemon Keep it away from Bayonetta. Keep yeah. it away from games because it's gonna yeah. suck up. It's gonna create a vacuum. It's gonna. So like, give it, give it space. Um, July, give Splatoon some time. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, if it basically yeah. maybe last week of July, and that was yeah. the only game they released until like mid September. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I would like that. Um. So Splatoon, Splatoon, Rabbids for our most anticipated right now. Yeah, I need to be sold yep. more. I mean, I love these new Pokemon starters. I don't know if you guys caught PSVG, but these new Pokemon starters, this duck has captured my heart. But Pokemon has hurt me before, so I'm I'm going into it like, you know, tre- trepidatiously. I'm just a little timid. I'm like, <laughs> come on, Pokemon, be the Pokemon for me. But uh, this duck is amazing. But Pokemon, I'm I'm in on Pokemon. I'm in, I'm in on Rabbids. I'm in on Switch Sports. I'm in on Advance Wars. So hopefully. I'm hoping it drops this year. When they delayed it, I said, uh, like, I wouldn't be so sure it doesn't come out this year at all. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Garrett next talked about how we're not so sure that game will ever release. That would be <laughs> seriously unfortunate for me. <laughs> I would really, that really hate gonna to see that. It's going to be a long lost piece of uh, software that may never see the light of day. I have a pre-order. <laughs> Get your money back. I do get Fire Memorials too, so I'm I'm living it up on on Switchland. It's just exclusives, but right now there's plenty of enough exclusives to keep me happy. I feel like I'm playing it like every month, so good, good, mm-hmm. good, good. Uh, 
Additionally, Ghosties99 wants to know, with Breath of the Wild moving to a 2023 release date, do you think Nintendo will release an older Zelda game as a remaster or a remake in 2022? Or a Metroid Prime remake. I think this question is asking about Zelda specifically. I would hope so. If they've got those ports, as has been reported in their back pocket, that's the, the reason they have the port. Is for this very moment. Now, do they pull that card now or do they wait and see if Breath of the Wild 2 is actually going to hit that spring? Because the honestly, yeah. the smart, responsible time to pull that card is next spring. The, the, the nice time to pull that card is when you get that Zelda moment at the Game Awards at the spring at the September Direct. And they're like, you see a Numa and you, you, they, they date the title and they give it a t- they give it a name and because you know what's going to come with, and I hate to say this to people because I know they don't want to hear it. It's going to come with a new and be like, guys, we wanted to have it ready, but we need more time. Boom, Wind Waker. Like, that's the time to do it. So I don't think there's a hole in this calendar. That's the. I don't think so either. The logic no. in this question no. is Breath of the Wild was supposed to be there. So now we have to fill the hole. But it's like, if you look at yeah. it, it's like Breath of the Wild really wasn't supposed to be there. They've got Pokemon, they've got Bayonetta, they've got Rabbids, they've got Splatoon. It's Phil. The calendar's pretty full. Like, they're good. So They don't need a Zelda port, really. If you're asking me, like, if it doesn't get announced, is it never coming? I'm not believing that at all. I think they hold it. And if if, if Breath of the Wild is missing spring, that's exactly where you put it in. And you announce it in, like, you know, January. It's like that port. That January port window. Date, yeah. I feel like for the last four years, we've gotten a Wii U port in January. <laughs> like every year. That's exactly like when you when you drop them. This would be the first year with no Zelda content in a very long time. I remember them saying that they wanted some kind of Zelda title on every the year? Switch every single year. Yeah, and then they could if they just wanted to double down on it. They very well could drop both of them. Sure, sure. Maybe they could drop one remake during the holiday season. I know. And then it, do another it, one. I mean, sh- yeah, do another one later. Like, I'm sure. It, I don't know. It's not competing with other Nintendo games during that time because Pokemon's Pokemon. Like, yeah. people will get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're set. People of, will just yeah. Buy they're set the this Zelda fall. Pokemon too. is sold. Yeah. And if they don't, like, the other question is, the other question is, are are you assuming there's nothing else currently planned? Well, is no. there a Donkey yeah, Kong game? Is there a Mario game? I, I is there another game? game? They may have another yeah. game planned. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. there's another game to pencil into the fall, they don't need a Zelda port right now. Yeah. And I hate saying that because I love these Zelda games. but You are forgetting one very big factor, Donnie. What has Grezzo been working on? Mm, good point. So what has I think, Grezzo been working I on? I think that your theory and my Grezzo theory could work hand in hand together that maybe they're holding on to Wind Waker and they let whatever Grezzo's been working on, like another 2D Zelda remake or something similar. That'd be cool. For the That'd Zelda, really cool. the, for the 2022 Zelda spot. And then if Breath of the Wild misses, um, you know, that spring release, then put Wind Waker in there. Because I think if you put in Wind Waker in this 2022 spot, then you have three of the 3D Zelda games in a row. You have Skyward Sword, Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild, which is a huge saturation of 3D Zeldas, when Grezzo could be over here working on the Oracle remakes, dare I say, uh, Minish Cap remake, dare I say, a 
like completely original 2D Link Zelda game, worlds. which I still want to see. Link Between Worlds sequel. Grezzo Let's do. go. Uh, yeah. I want to. I love Grezzo. I love what they do. Uh, I like my 2D top down Zeldas. Uh, I still think there will be some kind of Zelda content in 22. Uh, what that is, I don't know. But they if, could release if, them separately. Like we've been assuming this whole time that they would release them in a double pack, and they could just release Wind Waker HD for. Oh Switch. no, I don't think that they will release them in a double pack. I never thought that they would do that. No, I think they're going to pick one. It will be Wind Waker, and it will cost sixty dollars. This is the yeah. same company that sold us Pikmin two for for sixty dollars by itself. True. Yeah, Jeff has been adamant that these these ports are done. Okay, not, that doesn't not, mean not they have available. to give us both at the same time. Exactly. No, I just meant like the ports are done. They're literally just holding them for a good time. Like okay. when yeah, is the best time, time yeah. for them to do it? And I don't think this fall is that time. They don't need it this fall. Like that's you're not. I guess the point I'm trying to make is you don't sit on something that's done this long to release it when you don't need it. You sit on it to let's release it when we need it. And they don't well, I do feel fall. like a Wind Waker remaster or just port, I guess, of HD is in a lot of ways a different audience from a Grezzo 2D top-down Zelda. Um, hmm? you know, I no, I agree know. with you. Now, I we, agree with your point. Do we know that Grezzo's working on a Zelda game? We don't. They no. have made another non-Zelda game mm-hmm. on 3DS, and it turned out pretty well. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm with Rebecca. I'm sure it would be more fruitful. And I like the Zelda 2D concept. I have no idea if, yeah. if that's true or not. But like I said, I, I think ultimately, I think this question comes down to, is there another game? Because I think there's another game we don't know about that's scheduled for, Zelda for E3. Maker, let's go. Well, I just think oh. it's just not a Zelda game, right? I think it's a, just a different game. Okay. You know, it's a Donkey Kong or, you know, a Kirby or I Yoshi. Just like, it's one of those types of games. You know what I mean? Those types of games. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've they haven't had one of those in a bit outside of this Kirby game from hell. And I think there's probably another one of those somewhere in the pipeline. And who knows if that's scheduled for this fall. Yep. Fall feels busy. Already. Fall is going to be busy. Right. Fall feels busy. And you got to account for some 3D, some third-party games, account for a couple indie games. we got Sports Story floating out there somewhere. Like Fall feels busy, but that's working on a lot of things that we're assuming is going to come out at that time and might not also be delayed we don't know sure. that bayonetta is not going to also be delayed we don't know there's a lot of like ifs and buts and not so sures the only thing that's really guaranteed for fall is pokemon yeah pokemon definitely I, there i would argue xenoblade chronicles 3 is fun. yeah i think that's true too uh, yeah yeah that, okay that's probably fine the jrpgs are set in the fall and i think so, bayonetta yeah. after so long yeah. i don't think they would announce if it was in jeopardy to be honest but you're right i hope that doesn't get delayed <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think Rabbids is this year too. What do you think about that? I, just those I games we so. just announced. It's on my pick. It's those on my games pick. we it's just announced: Rabbids, Bayonetta, Xenoblade, Pokemon. It's a hell of a fall. <laughs> like, that's it. That's the hell. And we're like, they need a Zelda game. It's like they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. They don't need one at all. They're good. It'd be great but if they, they did. Always do. I'm all for releasing Wind Waker as much as possible, but. You know, if I was running Nintendo, would you I do have it? it on your Steam Deck, though? Right, but so. if I was running yeah. Nintendo, would I do it with the calendar that I have? Probably not. I don't know. 
know, 2023 is looking to be pretty stacked too at this point with with the delays and stuff that we, we know is coming. Who knows? Who knows? It's too early to speculate on that. Well, another official. E3 2022 is canceled. No in-person or digital event is taking place this year. I feel like I've covered this topic in like three different years. But don't worry, guys. Jeff won't let us down. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. Of Jeff eighteen thousand live streams, still putting on. He confirmed in about twenty-five seconds after E three was canceled that the Summer did. Game Fest will be returning this June. So can ESA just something. hire Jeff? Yeah. Just let I him run E three. Jeff doesn't want to be. Oh well, yeah. I mean, Jeff used to be like just really give it into E three. You know, like if you can't beat uh, him, join him. I think he's fine on his own, honestly. He's doing, doing <laughs> his event. I'm not Nintendo. He's in control. I'm not Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my one hope is that the Summer Game Fest feels like E3, but does not last the entirety of the summer. Put yeah, it in one or two weeks, please. Not happening. Don't saturate it. Like, like you did uh, last year? Exactly. I can't do this. I know. I can't do it. I can't exactly do the whole summer string. Them. I can't do hey that guys, again, Donnie. tune out tomorrow at 1 o'clock in the afternoon oh. as we hang out with Bandai and Amco. And, 1.05 p.m. You know. <laughs> Central Eastern European We've time. got a game to show you from Platinum Games and and way forward. <laughs> Just like, what's happening? Bandai, Namco, Demo. We've got and a there JRPG. will be not a crumb of Nintendo in sight. We've got a JRPG got a and, and, and Madden. <laughs> and we got Madden. <laughs> it's happening over here, Jeff. It was a disaster last year. And you like look, I mean yeah. I mean disaster in like honestly the most glowing of praise because it's not it, he didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't a disaster, right? It was just a disaster for what we're used to. Like he just had a bunch of random events that happen all the time. And after he does it four or five times. I don't know about you guys. To me, as somebody who devours information in this industry, I completely tuned out. I was like, I just can't Johnny, keep doing I had this to every cover day. This. I had to cover all of the events. I had to show oh, up goodness. and watch them and be there and pretend to care and absorb the information. And it was all over the place. And it was like, oh, wait, there's like another event tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. But wait, it's like Saturday. And it's like, yeah, it was weird. Ah. You know, like the Tony Hawk thing. It was just it was it wasn't good. It's not how we wanted. It's not how we want to consume that information. And it doesn't feel like community. Like something that was special about E three was the community building. Like we're all at the end of the day, we're watching advertisements. I've been saying this for years. I love E three, and I hate that we're losing. And it's. I think the compactness of it was what made it not get old and. We all took the week off. We all celebrated together. We all watched together. We all consumed together. It was yeah. uh, Christmas is uh, is a great term. That's the term. It's like our Super Bowl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like how football fans get with a the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That yeah. was our E three. It was our Super Bowl. It's like we love this this medium so much. Even if you didn't particularly like a said company, you probably still watch their showcase because it's yeah. what you were uh, doing I for E three. Yeah. You were just mm-hmm. enjoying the medium, and to spread that out over so many weeks and the argument that I've always hated, the argument that I've always, I argued Colin Moriarty on PSVG years ago and the same argument. He's like, well, everybody just doesn't want to share the spotlight. Everybody wants their own time. This is the dumbest argument I've ever heard. They get their own time. When they everybody, get a time slot. When everybody is doing it in the same window, 
it makes it makes the 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 reverberation right the yeah. ripple effect of e3 is so much stronger because you like would get people like Duty. me to tune into the exactly. Xbox and the, yeah, and the, and Devol- I just, would never have watched the Devolver Digital on my you own would have, if that was not part of E3. You would have seen it or The Verge yeah. or like tech blogs or MSNBC. They'd be like, they're having a gaming expo this week. Let's talk about, here are the highlights from E3. There's a Mario game. Like none of that happens when it's like Call of Duty is being showed this Wednesday and we've got. Uh, direct two weeks from now and next month we're going to get something from there's a new Muso game like all of that just becomes and all these bizarre showcases with it memes just becomes like, gamer headlines that only the- gamers see that's all it is it's just IGN and only the people that look at IGN sees it but at E3 you reached beyond our walls I had th- then you I got know- all these showcases that are like the ultra game showcase deluxe showcase oh, God. <laughs> the super Every indie weekend. games. I know that you guys will understand exactly what I mean by this, and probably everybody in our chat and everybody listening to the show. Because you got to remember, if you're listening to a Nintendo specific podcast, you are among the hardcore gaming consumer. Even if you don't buy like it, you are. If you are this in tune to information in the gaming market, you are among the hardcore gaming fan. We all have that friend or coworker or family member that knows that we're gamers that come and ask us, Hey, what was cool at E3 this year? Like what happened? Yeah. Like, tell me what happened this year. Right. You lose all of that with this giant summer mess. So for me, to be honest with you, I hope that it all just goes away and we just turn the game awards into E3, just push it all into that thing or, or create a different event. But the summer games mess thing that that Keeley did that it looks that's, like he's going to do again over like three months. That's not it. Know. That's not he what needs we want to refine it. Just go to Gamescom. I think it does have potential. I think it does have the potential to turn into the E3 replacement, like the summer event. But he's yeah, it's going to be hard. Be I think Jeff is pitching it as like let's give the publisher the agency to pick their time. Sure. And I think that's a little off with what E3 is, right? E3 is consolidated into a time slot. And I think that's why Jeff is getting popularity off of the publishers is because, hey, you pick your time. Oh, we'll have an indie showcase kind of thing. Do you want to be in that? It will be on this weekend. And it's just partner. It's it's good for the publishers because partner with Gamescom. They want to separate themselves from the that other would be guys. Partner with Gamescom. You don't have to go to Gamescom to do it, but just... Partnering your 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 marketing, your streams, your content with Gamescom, and do yeah. it like that, you know, because yeah. Microsoft still does supports Gamescom. A lot of other co- see, I mm-hmm. think the issue with Jeff's thing is that he's going to miss the publishers. Which the thing that I've always brought up for years when talking about the death of E3 is that the publishers still very much support and fund the ESA. And if the ESA yes. ever comes back from the members. dev and yeah. want to do something, like Nintendo's probably going to be there because they support yeah. the ESA. Yeah. So does Microsoft. Like basically everybody but Sony. As they should. Right. So like that's the thing is I don't – like Jeff can get Elden Ring and Elden Ring was a great get for Jeff. Was Jeff going to get Nintendo? I would hope so. No. Like it would be great if he did. I just don't think so. He's I'm, not. I'm not he's rooting not against him, but I don't think he is either. I think it's going to be more like, oh, you're you're doing a showcase. Can I can I advertise it? Well, didn't he do that last year with the direct? He was like, yeah. 
with like Nintendo's and, like, yeah. Nintendo Direct, a part of Summer Game. I was like, they're not affiliated with you at all. Yeah. And I was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> See, that's like, the, this, this isn't your thing. That's the thing. That's why this, it all starts <laughs> yeah. to fall apart. You know, it yeah. all just frays at the seams. And it's like, I just hope. I want it to do well. I want it to be Same. refined. And I want it to become the new E3. I don't want it to turn into like the Game Awards thing where it's all like other advertisements on top of the advertisements. Yeah. Like there's the ads we want to see and then there's the other junk. I think that and this You know is... the difference. You know what I mean by that. I do. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is the death of E3 because I think E3 has already been dead. And I don't think it'll come back. Yeah. I think they'll try and I just don't think it'll be very successful. I, I think there's momentum to these type of things. And when you take so much time off... It's just never quite the same when you go back together. Um, they just really n- nailed it recently, especially with the online format. It just looks like they just didn't. They would have, have a to direction with that. Come back to the table really strong in like a new way. I think to like re mm-hmm. re energize, rejuvenate their participation, which I just I think has been waning for years. So um, I'm gonna miss it. Look, I, I hope it comes back. To be honest with you, but I, if it doesn't. I've said this from the very beginning, back when it was in vogue for everybody to hate E3. After the docs and everything, everybody was like, the death of E3. I was on this podcast telling everybody, I love E3. And I really never wanted to go away because it was, I miss family reunions to watch E3 with you guys. Oof. Completely. Oh, no, no, oof. That was a that was an easy decision on my part. That is how much I love E3. I'll never forget staying yeah. up till two in the morning watching Devolver Digital wrestle chickens and do silly tv shows with dev like these are some of my favorite memories just as a gamer like you know i i hope it doesn't go away um and hopefully like in a virtual world all of it kind of stays but it's it's never going to be the same if they're all if it's spread out over four weeks as opposed to one week it was it was so much cool because we rolled from one show to the next it was an event it was entertaining it's never going to be the same if they yep. don't keep to that. Yep. Rip. Yep. So we will see for the Summer Game Fest returning this June. Some NES and SNES games were added to Nintendo Switch Online, I guess. Uh, for Super Nintendo, we got Earthworm Jim 2. For NES, we got Dig Dug 2. We got Mappy Land. Japan got Harvest Moon instead of Earthworm Jim 2. F you, Japan. The uh, special edition of Super Punch-Out <laughs> called Champion Edition has all the circuits and content unlocked as if you had fully beaten the game. Special edition of Super Mario World that lets you play as if you've already beaten Super Mario, beaten Special World. Obeek wants to know, are there any games that could be added to NES or SNES libraries at this point that would get you legitimately excited? Probably not. Because I already have all the SNES games that I'm interested in on ROMs on my Super Nintendo Classic, my 3DS. Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah. ones that should be on there, and I hope to see them on there just for a legacy purpose. Uh, but you're right. I don't think legitimately excited. I think I would be finally like, I would be like, oh, finally relieved when if if things like Chrono Trigger finally got on, Mario RPG finally got on. I would, if they put on Secret of Evermore, which I started, I would stop my ROM playthrough and uh, restart it on there just for the sake of having it on the Switch. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Jeff and Mike today, like they ridiculed, made fun of people they called Dig Dug Truthers. 
because apparently there are a lot of people on the internet that are upset that we got Dig Dug 2 instead of Dig Dug 1. And they were taking shots at those people. Well, I'm afraid to tell them I'm one of those people because Dig Dug 2 sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I like Dig Dug. Like when I think Dig Dug, it's Dig Dug, like the arcade Dig Down, uh, not this top down map thing. I was like, I remember the first time I played Dig Dug 2 years ago. What the hell is this? And I never gave it a chance and I never will because it's not Dig Dug. So (laughs) me and Jeff had to draw a line in the sand. I don't think he knows that about me. Uh, might ruin our friendship. <laughs> I uh, think it's weird oh. that Earthworm Jim 2 came to this service. Earthworm Jim 1 is not on it. Oh, I um, thought it was for some no. reason. Mappy. Oh. These are all these are all sequels, by the way. I never and really I don't liked... think any of the originals are on the on the service. Is Dig Dug 1 on the service? I have no I don't idea. Think I don't it think is. so. I never really uh, liked Mappy, Earthworm Jim. which is the... Like, okay, I liked Earthworm Jim. It's a cool character. I haven't played the sequel. But do you really like yeah. the game? Yeah, it's hilarious. I agree with you. I just, I've, I don't know. I never really yeah. liked playing the game. I liked it. I liked the first one. I have never played the second one. So when I do go to play the second one, I will play it on Switch Online. So I'm glad that it's an option. When I have the option to play it legitimately, I do and will. Um, I am pissed about Harvest Moon, though. I uh, love Harvest Moon for the Super Nintendo. And I... I'm so sad that Japan. Why? Why did we not get this? Why does Japan, Japan get it? always gets the cool game? Why? They, they got really what do. if? Yeah, like, they got like, all the fire bombs. Like they it's get the not good even stuff. like it's an exclusive that needs <laughs> to be on. translated. It's in English. We got this game in North America. What gives? I mean, you're. This you, is a good game. You're trying to find logic in game. Nintendo's SNES strategy, which for ten years has been bunk. Like this isn't That's new. Messed up. Yeah. I'm happy to see some people are with me on this Dig Dug 2 thing. That makes me happy because when I heard them <laughs> yeah, talking about it, they were like, who are these people that, you know, hate, loathe Dig Dug 2? I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> anyway. There you go. Nintendo Switch Sports gets a six-minute overview trailer showcasing each sport. In case you've forgotten, there's going to be badminton, bowling, shambara, Soccer, tennis, and volleyball at launch. Golf will be added later this year. In the overview trailer, they did a really good job of showing off the uh, the multiplayer capabilities. There's going to be online and local multiplayer. They also really had an emphasis on the Joy-Con motion controls. As they were showing the gameplay, they were showing off like the person swinging the mm-hmm. Joy-Con as like a t- as a tennis racket, as you know, a, a bowling thing, whatever you do for bowling. Um, I don't know if I'll get this game. I said I would. I think if I have the privilege to review it, I will say yes. Um, I don't know if I want to go out of my way to buy it because I I think that Wii Sports was very fun at the time that it released as my age and, I guess, family and friend situation. Why are you pulling your hair at me? Did you play the demo? Um, no. I played. Absolutely I played, not. I played the tennis. I played tennis and they bowling. They have battle royale. That's all I got matched with. They have battle royale bowling. I'm going to be honest. I had fun with the tennis. I think that the tennis in that demo was way more fun than I had with Mario Tennis Aces. It was really good. It was. I'm, I'm, look, I mm. pre-ordered it. Nice. You guys knew I pre-ordered it. I was super excited when I got it. So I'm not... 
faulting in your decision, My but I think making the judgment is- that Wii Sports was a moment in time where this Wii Sports has legitimate gameplay updates that look stellar. Okay, the customization, I'm all about the like online play customization. Yeah. It's huge. The costumes and stuff. That's true. If the online play is good, maybe I will it's get it. Battle Royale bowling! Just fear that it's something that I'm gonna really enjoy for one weekend, and then that's fair. It's gonna be me and my friends being like, "You want to play Wii Sports? Get no, drunk and play really Wii Sports." Play. Yeah, I don't drink, Donnie. <sighs> Lesson number two: <laughs> we got, we oh got multiple things to work on, Rebecca. <laughs> That that's not a good one to go on, Rebecca. Oh man, I'm gonna play my wife. We're gonna play some strip bowling. Hope you. Oh my god. Hope you layered up, babe. Um, I love Wii Sports. I cannot wait. I'm very excited for this. I I am. Uh, you know what? To share some hesitation, I'm a little worried that I'm being swindled, just like I was with Wii Sports. You, where they're like, golf's coming. Because I'm buying it 100 for golf. I'm like, I gotta have it for golf, for and golf, then I yeah. get golf, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> Because on Wii U, it sucked. It was bad. Um, But I was really impressed with the demo. And then, honestly, in this trailer, when they showed the amount of online play and then the amount of extra modes that they're adding to these different sports. Between online play and the motion controls, stupid soccer thing where you can kick your feet. And then they even said that you're going to be able to play the entire game with your stupid little, you know, uh, kick fitness band. Right. And you're like, you can just do the whole match like that. I'm like, that's cool. Um, but I also have a family and I 100% realize that I've got couch co-op that you guys don't. And I think that matters a lot for a game like this. It's a lot like Mario party for that instance. Like I still play Mario party with my kids, not every day, but maybe every other week we sit down and play Mario party together. We have a lot of fun and that's that's just something a lot of people don't have. So for me, we sports will be evergreen, but I'm not lying when I wasn't lying when I said play like drunk me and my wife definitely love having drinks and getting stupid playing Wii Sports. It's a blast. It's it's really sure fun. It's, blast, it's fucking yeah. fun, man. Like I uh, really liked baseball in Wii Sports. I hope that that's one of the ones that is added somewhere down the road because it was just ridiculous. Home run and derby. Like Grand Slam after yes. Grand Slam after Home Grand derby. Slam. It was pretty good. good yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that is one that is added. I hope that it is not like... Boxing. The other ones where, yeah, I hope they actually do add, you know, some content. I think it's pretty dumb that and inexcusable that they don't have golf at launch. I think it's inexcusable that they don't have everything planned at launch, that they're doing this drip feed. But that's the way that they operate now. So I don't know. I'm hoping, well, at least they're not charging for clubs like they did from Wii U. So I'm a little happy with that. But I'm also um, hopeful, again, with the amount of things that they apparently are doing to mix it up right every mode seems yeah, to have like true. a new thing to it i'm wondering like what is golf's new thing true you know like everybody's got like they've got battle royale and all this online stuff like true. maybe they've got some crazy golf mode and that's the reason it's going to take a little bit you know uh i also think Top the price golf. is right right at this forty dollars um, is it forty dollars or fifty or something like that? Yeah, I fifty. Know. I think Not it's 60. fifty physical, forty digital. Oh right, because you get the you get the you thing get the band. It, right? I cashed in yeah. my rewards from the Steam Deck purchase and basically picked this up for like seven dollars. So that's I had, really yeah, nice. credit card rewards. It's like nothing. I was like absolutely. I remember I sent Devin the screenshot and I was like, thank you. No, you know what? It was the PC purchase. I bought the PC 
on my credit card and the rewards paid for Wii Sports. I was like, sweet. Nice. Free game. Sounds about right. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, Garrett, you want to take the next one? Oh, sure. Yeah, I added this in here because I think it, it should have a spotlight. Um, Any Creates is a small indie studio in Japan. Um, announced their um, kind of their latest uh, part of the Chronicles of Azure Striker. Azure Striker Gunvolt 3 exclusively for the Switch. Um, if you guys don't know what this is, it's like a 2D action-based platformer, kind of like it's kind of like Mega Man, but like quicker and flashier. Um, I really enjoy the first two games. Yes, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, they were originally on 3DS mm-hmm. late in the 3DS cycle, um, and they actually carried that over on Switch. And you can get the first two games for like twenty bucks right now on Switch, which is a really good price. Um, the Azure Striker Gunvolt Three is releasing July twenty eighth uh this year and um yeah that's that's pretty much it i just wanted to shout this out because i know it was a big deal for them i know there's a big franchise for them especially for the switch um and so yeah there you go that's what i want to mention all right yep uh we only have one other question of note uh for our shot questions this week since i think we kind of covered everything else as we were going along uh, the Don Rob, who is, who said that he's going to be listening to this podcast while driving to vacation with his family and wanted us to read his question, said, your co-hosts have committed a crime and the only means of punishment you have for them is to force them to play a video game. What <laughs> game do you choose for each other and why? <clears throat> hmm. That's a good question. I'm making Rebecca play No More Heroes. Okay. Why I re- remind me why I will hate that one? It's just gratuitous. It's very cheeky. One hundred percent gratuitous. Lots of blood. You chopping people's yeah. heads off. Uh, you dismemberant. Uh, Lots of women in skimpy clothes. It's just gratuitous yeah. in all the best ways possible. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make you play the worst golf game that you've ever played? Sure, that's better than a lot of other games. Like, I think you're 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 giving me a favor mm. with that one. Is that generous? No More Heroes is like you think of like the worst, like grunge grungy cigar area of like a rundown bar. That's No More Heroes. <laughs> wow, Donnie, I'm gonna give you Slay the Spire. Oh gosh, <laughs> see that's worse. Uh, that's way uh, worse. A roguelike. Oh yeah, that's strategy good. That's card good. RPG. <laughs> That All the good. great things that Donnie Dude, does. Sean gave me a terrible golf game uh, code on Xbox, and it was just awful. <laughs> I played it for like two hours. Like, this is the worst. <laughs> Can we make him play a golf game that is also part roguelite, part card game? <laughs> Somehow. Uh, you know what? I'm down with that. You know, strategy, <laughs> card, golf, roguelite, yeah, RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But it's not it's not RPG like uh, like golf story. It's like no way. It's it's, it's, it's a, a lot of grinding mod. Basically, uh. it's like you think you're gonna play sports story, Donnie, mm. but then but it's then a rogue. And inst- then it kicks the club out, and then you got cards, it's a souls like. Right it's you. a card based souls like. So- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Magic the Golf Gathering says Clutch and Chat. <laughs> I do really hope we hear from Sports Story here soon june i know it's been a while really really good yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. what are we making garrett play 
Yeah. That's tough, because Garrett likes a lot of games. Yeah. I'm diverse. Yeah. I don't think there's like a genre I can pinpoint on Garrett and it's like he doesn't like these. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think too. Sports games. He can like play a Zelda game. Like an... <laughs> sure, I'll play a Zelda game. <laughs> I've been saying I've been planning to play Majora's Mask for like the past two weeks. Still haven't. I mean, I wouldn't wish that upon any, any of my enemies. Uh, of, of can enemies, we make yeah. him play like FIFA 2006? Oh, please stop. No. <laughs> Not even like the newest one where it's like, you know, probably good. <laughs> oh, it's a funny story with no. that one. Um, for whatever reason, this F1 season has like a new title card, like, you know, like a new commercial animation where all the drivers. What's like, F1? It's what racing. Racing. It's racing. But they. It's the uh, European one. They use the theme from the Madden game that was on Wii U. It's like Madden 2013. And it drives me nuts. <laughs> Every time I watch it, there's like this old ass man theme. I'm like, guys, get new music. It kills me. It's killing me. Oh, Every week. No. Yeah, so it's funny that you brought that up. And Rebecca, you're playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. So and you gotta play it on the classic <laughs> mode, hard mode. So okay. it'll take you at least 100, 150 hours speed. And I gotta play all all the roots, right? All the roots, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all the, the families. Make sure you romanticize all the all, oh, all the good. people in there. All the waifus. Okay. All the dialogue. Okay. There we have it. <laughs> Enjoy your vacation, the Dunrob and family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good show. Good show. We like talking good to show. you. Donnie, hearing your thoughts. What would we make Elaine play? Wait, we can't forget. What will we make oh, her play? That's true. She likes a lot of stuff too. I know that's hard. I don't really think get real I know anything that she would actively Elaine. dislike. Gosh, it's been she likes, and she has very eclectic taste too because, like, she plays a lot of stuff with her kids as well. Yeah, she and plays stuff that we play like JRPG, and she plays and... like a lot of really gritty type of like. She likes a lot of dumb stuff. games too, like me. She'll she's down for No More Heroes, Doom. You know, she'll do all of that. So, yeah, she's pretty eclectic. You'd have to just oh, give her a really bad game. Just an, like a bad just game a bad you've never game. heard of. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Deadly Premonition 2. Maybe an Idea Factory game. That's just a random one to get to her. Maybe she'll still like I think that she likes game. Deadly Premonition. I think that's one of those. Oh, I like Deadly Premonition likes. as well. Yeah. I said Deadly yeah. Premonition 2. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, broken one. Yeah. That game was just bad. I don't know. I don't know. If she, she probably yeah, likes she, the Lego games. 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 And shout out to the Lego games as we got Skywalker Saga coming out next cool. week. Very excited. Yeah, I'm hyped. True. Get hyped for Lego. Make her play like, yeah, like Superman 64 or like E.T. or something. E.T. for the S. Ones that are like known for being bad. Just clear bottom. The White Tiger on PS4. Ever heard of that one? No. Oh, okay. No, that that one's rough, too. Really bad. All right. That is going to do it, Koopalings. Thank you for joining us, Donnie. It is always yes, good to catch up you. with you and talk and, and hear hear what's going on in Donnie land. Anytime. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. We'll see what's going on in Nintendo, in Nintendo next week. Good night, Koopalings. And Steam. And Steam. Bye-bye. Steam Shack! <laughs> Steam Shack! Bye-bye.